0: How goes it? Today, so far, is a good day. Heck yeah. Love to hear it. Love to hear it. Should we tell them why it might be a good day? Yeah. Nah.
1: No, you guys don't. You don't want to know. Uh, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> just jokes. Just jokes. So, me and KK went on an adventure today. Mm-hmm. And we are in the talks with Spirit Halloween. And... We got two OKs. we're waiting for the final one from corporate and if so they are going to let us set up a booth and you can come and talk to us and see us and we're going to give away halloween prizes and all kinds of fun stuff at spirit halloween it'll be at the one on pontiac lake and 59 in waterford right down the corner across from meyer so Get
1: ready to come and
0: see us and bring your dollars for the raffles.
1: Yes, we're so excited. Like, it's sounding good. Like, it's sounding like it's going to happen. So, I'm pumped. Uh, You guys should come out. Say what's up, you know. Buy a ticket. We'll shout you out on the podcast if you want us to. You can take some pictures with us. Yes. We're hoping for the, the 22nd. Um, of October. We'll keep you posted obviously where with more updates as far as like hearing back from corporate and everything, but um, it's looking good so far.
0: Our main thing is just to be around all the super fans and super cool people, because what cooler people are you going to find than at the Halloween store? Obviously. I, I mean, mean, no other place, seriously. <laughs> and it'll be like October 22nd, so it's going to be like right there close to Halloween. So the Halloween vibe is going to be up. Full blown, everyone's gonna be like getting their costumes. It'll be off the charts. So come Gary, come see us, save the date, October 22nd, Spirit
1: Halloween. Yes, we are so pumped. Um also Lo informed me that we we effed up last week, guys. We effed up. So she was listening to last week's episode and She sent me a video message on Marco Polo and she was like great episode. It sounded good and she's like, but we forgot to shout out Dax. So that's our bad. Um, I feel like that's only what the second time that that's happened. So not, not too horrible considering how many episodes we have, but, um, we, sincerely apologize to obviously to Dax our number one bestie um we we effed up. <laughs> it was pretty bad. We're not worthy we're not worthy we're not worthy no, We're worthy we're suck <laughs> <laughs> um and that okay. is the truth.
0: <laughs> so that is our apology and our feels forgetting about Dax last week.
1: Sorry. We're so sorry. We are not worthy. <laughs> hopefully, we can. Hopefully, we can gain back his trust. Though you know, we'll keep. We'll keep shouting out. You know, keep it up. After that, it was just a. It was. It was a. It was a late night, wasn't it? Dad and I just got off being sick. Yes.
0: And there were um, luckily give it up to crystal our amazing editor you people might not realize um we are the editor we are the music people well a friend provided the music from his band but we do all the editing all the uploading all the social all the advertising it's just the two of us we don't have a team we are the village yes and last week My daughter came in here making noise, and my dog did something, and then my son walked in looking for something, and it was just so many interruptions, and Crystal did a very amazing job at editing you (laughs) would never even known. So shout-outs to KK for her editing skills. Thank you, thank you. So there's some distractions, too, probably why we forgot.
1: Right, yeah. Don't hold it against us, Dax. We we got you, we got you. (laughs) Uh, But also um low for the drink this week picked out one of my it used to be my favorite drink that i would literally drink all the time when i was like "Mm, 21 22 i would drink it literally all the time and then i forgot it existed and she got it and i was like no way this was my drink and it started out as kind of a
0: joke with my cousin because she's obsessed with the movie Seven right now and um, there's been a lot of little synchronicities with the movie in her life and so we giggle about it and uh, she was coming over to hang out with me and Crystal that night and that wine was sitting on a shelf by itself the only bottle and in big letters I just saw seven and I was like oh my gosh and I was on the phone with her I was like seven daughters like I've just seen seven really big and We laughed about it. I was like, this has got to be the wine for the night. So I brought it home, and then I showed KK, and she's just like, oh, my God, that's my favorite. And I'm like, this has to be it. So we didn't get to it that night due to um, we ended up going with a sangria because we ended up making Mexican food. And it's been in my fridge chilling, so we are day drinking it today.
1: Yes. Cheers to Seven Daughters Moscato. It is Oh, we're going to cheers. Ready? (laughs) Think So delicious. I had not had it in years, and the first sip that I took, like, right when we sat down now, I was like, ooh, so good. I feel horrible that I forgot that it existed. And then Kay's
0: going to hang out with Post Malone at the after party tonight, so I got to get her pregame, so... She's getting me ready with the, um, she's warming me up with the wine before I meet Posty. I tell y'all, if you go and to look for it, say hi, but it's going to be a week later the time you hear this. Yeah,
1: so. <laughs> yeah. Or, no, it'll be tomorrow. Oh, yeah, right, we're, we're late recording this week. Yeah, so. If I saw you, what's up? <laughs> but you probably didn't know it was me. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll let you guys know uh, next week how that went. If I, if I, you know, meet Posty and, you know, he clearly, like, fall in love with me and, Or fall off the stage. We're off the (laughs) stage, yeah. (laughs) That's more likely. (laughs) Um, but yes, this week we got a fun we got a fun one for you guys. Bringing it back with the movies, got a movie episode, the Cloverfield. Um, there's three of them. We did watch the first two. The third one we did not make it to, but. yeah, I th- also, there's another one coming out I read. Okay,
0: and we did watch him, but a fun little fact is, I, I'm going to admit it. I'm going to okay. tell, him. Gonna right.
1: tell him I wasn't going to call you out. I know, but I'm, I'm just
0: going to tell him, because we love our peeps, and I like to keep it real, yeah. you know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um I saw 10 Cloverfield Lane preview, and I'm all like, my homie John Goodman's in it. I'm like, I feel like we need to watch this crystal's like yeah i didn't even know it was a thing and i said me neither really so got the kids we sat down we watched it we were a little confused we're like what is going on really then i talked to some other people and they're like well did you watch cloverfield and i'm like no they're like well that's the first one i'm like (laughs) oh and then like and then they left it open because of the third one i'm like there's a third one too. <laughs> so my genius. I picked a middle movie without watching the first two. So we went back and watched the first one so we could put the pieces together. And then we'll have to do the third one later. But we wanted to throw a movie in. It's been a while since we covered a movie. Thought we would just do something a little lighthearted, um, since we've been doing some dark stories. Well, the last two are kind of
1: kind a little lighter, a little lighter. Still dark, but lighter. Um,
0: so we just wanted to throw a movie in there for a fun one, and
1: yay me for picking two out of three. Kicking off a uh, Halloween season, first week of uh, first week of October too. So right. Um. Yeah, it's funny because like, and we'll obviously talk about it when we're talking about the movies, but definitely at the end of because we started with the second one, we were like, whoa, what the heck? Where did this come from? And the first one has really... It doesn't have to do with the second one, but then you kind of see a little bit of a tie-in, like, similarity vibe, which, again, we'll talk about. But, yeah, it's, it's definitely funny, because I would have had no idea either that that was a middle one, so...
0: And I'm really glad I talked to those people, because had we come out here and started bashing a movie that didn't make sense and was, like... Horribly done and left no answers unsolved, and then realize that there's one that finishes it up yeah. after, and one that starts it before. We would have looked like more doofusy
1: than we usually do. Yeah, yeah. It would have been. It would have been a, a oops, disaster. A oopsie moment. Yeah, <laughs> disaster moment. <laughs> oh man. We're beautiful disasters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we own it. Okay, we own it. <laughs> But yeah, so I guess I will kick it off with the first one, Cloverfield. Um, So this came out in 2008, and it is an American-found footage monster film. Uh, It's directed by Matt Reeves and produced by J.J. Abrams and written by Drew Goddard. Um, It stars Michael Stahl David, Mike Vogel. Odette, Utesman, Lizzie Kaplan, Jessica Lucas, and TJ Miller. Um, No relation to me. Yeah, no relation to Lowe. Um, (laughs) I did recognize two of the cast members. All the other ones didn't look familiar to me. Um, I I just know the one girl, um, the one girl who played Beth, she was in the movie with uh, Kristen Bell, the wedding movie where her brother gets married to the girl who made fun of her in high school. What the heck was that movie called? With Betty White and Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, I can't think of the name of the movie. If you guys know, you know. It's like Kristen Bell and this girl plays her brother's fiance. So that's where I recognized her from. She was also in the show House. Love that show. And then the guy who... Um, was the video camera holder the entire time. He was a, he's like a comedian, like a comedic actor. He was in like um office Christmas party or office holiday Christmas party or whatever the heck that movie was called. Um but yeah he was really funny too. The other people I didn't really fully recognize. Oh that's a lie actually the one girl was Janice Ian from Mean Girls. <laughs> nice hair Janice. What's it made of? Your mom's chest hair shout out to her. (laughs) But yeah, so the plot of this movie basically follows um, these six young New York City residents. Um, They're kind of together at this party and this huge outbreak happens and they have to like start running. The the way that the movie is filmed is it gives like Blair Witch style vibes so it's It's like like first person camera like. Yeah, like right from the camera. Like the whole movie's like that. At first I didn't know how I felt about it. Like, because it was kind of a lot, like, when you're first watching it, but then you get used to it super fast, and I was like, okay, this is kind of, like, it was cool, like, a different take on, like, you know, a typical movie, I guess. But also, so unrealistic through all the things they were going through, I'm like, no way would anyone be recording this entire process. Um, yeah, I guess this movie earned, uh, $172 million worldwide at the box office, which is pretty freaking good, um, and it kind of, like, starts, it starts on April 27th with this footage of the main character, Rob, waking up with Beth, and they're kind of just, like, It's obviously like someone's birthday and they're just celebrating and just kind of like being cute, whatever. We don't really have too much of an introduction to them, but it's just kind of like, okay, we see they're kind of like in some type of relationship together and stuff like that. Um, But then it kind of cuts out and it flashes forward um, to May 22nd. And Rob, he is having like a farewell surprise party that was thrown by his brother Jason and then Jason's girlfriend Lily because he got a new job as vice president for a company in Japan. So we see them kind of like filming this whole process of like starting like the planning for like the party and all that and then like getting rid of um, all of his stuff, whatever, and then them all saying like goodbye messages. Like you know how at weddings they do like, oh, congratulations, they like ask every person. So they were kind of doing that for him leaving um so he gets there, Rob gets there and he's obviously surprised, whatever. We're just kind of seeing like party footage, like basic stuff like that. Um and HUD is the one doing the videotaping the entire time. He's hilarious because he has like it's like a ser- like a serious movie, you know, like a monster horror ish type movie, but he has like these like quick kind of like it's funny comic kind of relief. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like definitely like he throws some com yeah exactly comedic relief in there so yeah he's the one filming all like the testimonies for the party and Beth gets there who was the girl we seen in the beginning of the video you know of them all together so we're like at this point assuming Rob and Beth are like a thing like together but then we find out they've been friends for like years and then they just started recently hooking up like right when that video was taken but she comes to his party with a different guy so Rob's all like bummed out you know he's he's feeling uh he's not feeling great because they ended things obviously he's planning on moving to Japan so but I'm kind of like that's why we're bringing a bring way- guy to
0: a going away party that's like, what
1: I'm saying you
0: can't just tell this guy I'll see you tomorrow he's moving
1: right like I feel like that's like a slap in the face to him to like As in to move. yeah even though they're not together it's like why would you bring a new guy to like his going away party? Yeah, so Rob's like sulking and all upset, whatever. Um, And then him and Beth like go in the hallway and they're like arguing about it. Now again, the way that this is filmed is all from like Hud's perspective. So like he goes out there to see and we can see them arguing, but then they're like, they're like, Hud, get out of here, get out of here. So he goes inside so then we can't hear the rest of like the argument or whatever. And Beth ends up leaving she's just kind of like okay you know bye Rob good luck but I'm getting out of here because it was just like clearly getting a little bit uh, a little bit tense so the party goes on for a little bit but suddenly what feels like an earthquake happens and everyone at the party obviously freaks out everything gets quiet um, The power kind of flashes on and off a little bit. Everyone's freaked out. They turn on the news and they see that like the local news reports that a capsized oil tanker near Liberty Island kind of like exploded or whatever. So I guess that's what they were feeling. So they went to the roof and... They witness like an, a, another explosion in the distance and then so obviously like they see debris coming towards them so they just start bolting to run out of the building just to get to like solid ground and everything. Um Just freaking out. And literally once they get outside it's the severed head of the Statue of Liberty that like flies and lands like right by them. And so you know some it's chaotic people are like freaking out running some people didn't make it, you know, they're all like, covered in like, ashes and dust. Just escalates quickly. Very, very quickly. Like, immediately we just see like, you know, a little, a little couple argument, and then it's like, oh, nope, <laughs> the world's imploding. <laughs> very fast uh, turnaround. Um, so, Hud is recording all of this, and he catches this like, giant creature looking thing like i don't even know how to describe it like a huge alien creature and it's it's like several blocks away but they see it collapsing this building i guess it's the woolworth building um and it's just tearing shit down and like like it's literally like um freaking what's the why do i don't not donkey kong <laughs> what's the gorilla's name king kong <laughs> <laughs> my mind would go to Donkey Kong. Oh first. my god! <laughs> it's like he's this alien thing's like King Kong, like destroying the city and taking everything down in its path. So obviously they're like panicking and running through the streets, like freaking out, um, and they run for the Brooklyn Bridge. But sadly, it like hits something, so then it like makes the bridge collapse and um, Rob his brother Jason who was one of the main characters he dies unfortunately in that accident so they're all like running freaking out like a lot of the movie is just them like running through the streets like away from this thing and we're just like watching it all happen but then Beth calls Rob's phone and is like crying like you can tell she's like in pain and she's like I can't move like I can't get up I can't move or whatever so now Rob is determined to like go find Beth and save her, like, determined, and his friends are like, D-, and she lives in a building in the area where the monster is, like, mainly at, so his friends are like, um, I don't know that that's worth it, you know, because she might be gone by the time we get there. And she just did you dirty, bro. I know, <laughs> she just brought another guy to your party. <laughs> uh, she but, didn't mean it, though. You I know. know. He's like, I know her true love for me. <laughs> she called me, not that guy, <laughs> to
0: come help her. Yeah, he's probably under the Statue of Liberty. head. I know,
1: <laughs> literally. <laughs> but yeah, he convinces, he convinces them. Um, and so there's like all these, you know in New York how they have like a ton of like TV screens in mm-hmm. certain shops or whatever. So like we see different news reports. Also, Spongebob was playing on like the side of one of them, which I thought was so funny, like that they wouldn't turn it all to news, but like there was Spongebob playing during all of this. (laughs) But um, yeah, the news report showed that the Army National Guard's, I guess 42nd Infantry Division was attacking this monster and trying to like, take it down, um, and smaller like parasite creatures were falling off of this giant thing's body, um, and like, attacking nearby pedestrians and soldiers, and these things looked like, they looked like the size of, like, a medium-sized dog, and they looked like skeleton spiders, if that's, like, the best way I could describe them. It was, like, creepy, gross, like, killer things that were just attacking everybody. This was very, uh, very chaotic. Um, yeah, so Rob agreed, or Rob's friends agree to go, like, help him rescue Beth which is very good because I don't know man that'd be a tough decision like the army people and police are telling you to go evacuate one way and you're gonna go in the complete opposite direction it's like I don't know I get it because it's your friend but it's also like you might all just die in the process Uh, but he convinces them uh, so they're running through like subway tunnels to get there Uh, of course the little spider monster things come up and like attack them um, and one of the friends Janice you know Janice who is <laughs> Mean Girls Janice <laughs> she ends up dying after getting attacked by them um, and so they kind of lose her obviously and then they get to Beth's apartment and her building is like Slanted sideways, like crushed into the side of another building. So they have to, like, go up this one building to, like, cross over outside, like, up 40 flights of stairs or whatever to get to hers. And they do find her. She's alive. She has, like, a pipe, like, struck and stabbed through her chest. Um, so they kind of have to, like, yank that out. And, you know, she takes a minute to, like, collect herself because clearly she just had a pipe in her chest but the girl can get up and run still so she's doing pretty good Um, and the monster is coming towards them and this is like kind of getting to like the end of the movie but like the it was confusing because to me at least because they get into the army guys helicopters and the one friend leaves and then the other three get into another helicopter and the monster takes down the helicopter. Everybody dies in the helicopter, except for the three friends. Miras- <laughs> miraculously, everybody else died. Um, and they have no mention about the other friend who left in the other helicopter. So I have no idea if she's like dead or alive at this point. Um, and then Hud, who has the camera the whole time, ends up like getting bitten by the monster. You kind of see it, like obviously. He's still filming, by the way. While this monster is coming down like, biting him, he's filming the entire thing. He was was committed (laughs) to getting the footage. He was committed. (laughs) But so he dies, and then it's just the end, and it's just Rob and Beth left, the lovers, you know, of course. And Rob takes the camera, and he's like, my name is... Rob whatever his last name was it's today's date there's this monster i'm sure if you find this footage you know more about it than i do at this point um but whatever they were just saying kind of like their final words and then a giant explosion type thing happens and we just see like the rock or the video being covered up by rocks and hearing them scream so i'm assuming that they died <laughs> but that's kind of where that's where the movie ends is just catastrophe which is odd to me because once we move into this next movie of 10 Cloverfield Lane yeah
0: yeah that one starts off as this chick clearly she broke up with her man mm-hmm. um, there's a little bit of fighting going on and he's calling her over and over again on her drive but I mean, it just looked like she packed up her shit due to a fight and was like, I'm out of here. Um, and that one was in 2016. Um, again, it's under a psychological thriller and it was directed by Dan Trachtenberg. I wonder if that's any relation. There's an actress with that last name.
1: Michelle Trachtenberg? Yeah. I don't know, maybe. I wonder if it's a relation. Yeah. We'll have to fact check.
0: Yes. So she like I said, she's uh taking off. And this also this one also has um Mary Elizabeth Winstead, John Goodman, John Gallagher Jr. And well really it's just those three through the whole yeah, Honestly. Um so, you know, it's following her after her car crashes and she wakes up in this bunker with John Goodman and she's got this like metal thing on her leg and she's like handcuffed to the wall into the bed and you immediately think oh shit like I thought this was going to be like a Saw movie or um, it kind of gave me even a little bit different dynamic but in the beginning of it um, my son kind of mentioned it too um, a little bit of Yusuf Fritzl Yes vibes. I mean, obviously the guy wasn't as curry cray as Yusuf, but just being in a dingy room and, you know, you really feel like it's going a different way. Yeah. Um, so she's in the cellar, and he comes in, and and also this movie is also shot. It's not the same shaky hand camera this is regular studio movie so it's solid
1: yeah <laughs> um so definitely he, took a different uh filming approach for this one
0: yeah i feel like there's a lot of mixed reviews with the shaky camera like a lot of people probably were getting sick or can't handle it or didn't like it like it's not my favorite type of
1: way to watch a movie especially you know? yeah if there's like explosions and stuff like there was in the first one i feel like that's for sure a lot like your like eyes to handle like and then just being like moving constantly yeah
0: so John Goodman comes down and he like unhooks her and he's like you know gives her stuff you need to clean this you know and oh by the way you're not going home like anytime soon you're not even going outside um, there's Russians and aliens, I think he said Russians. Yeah, he
1: said Russians. <laughs> and
0: aliens, and you can't breathe the air, and you'll die. I'll check on you later. Take this, bye. Like, the fuck? Right. Okay, so in this one, she's driving through, you know, a town in Louisiana, um, when she gets T-boned. I mean, that was kind of a big thing. All of a sudden, I was like, doof. Um, I don't know where. her car was, like, spinning, and running and rolling and then the next scene you know she wakes up a Goodman's place and like we've said immediately you start thinking is this a kidnap movie is she gonna get ambushed is she going to get like raped and murdered and killed over and over um so she kind of panics too um she he gave her crutches and she immediately starts to make a shiv which is a real word we now know <laughs> um and uh that's right. <laughs> she makes a fire and puts it in the heat vent, and tries to smoke him out because she thinks like he's just crazy, like you know. And he gets the fire out, and you know whatever. And basically, you know, he's like, "You're a dumb bitch. Like, why did you do that? Like, I, I told you, you can't go outside. Like, yeah. the, the fire department's
1: not coming. Like, you
0: can't go. Like, but I no would be on here. her
1: page. I would be like this." Mofo's insane. I'm chained to his basement. There's no way there's not like aliens or Russians attacking outside. He's insane. He's just like psychotic or just stealing me. So I would totally be on her her page at that point.
0: Yeah, and he's going on, you know, he's talking about the Russians and the Martians and how he found her Iraq and he saved your life and you owe me, you know, like okay. Um but he tells her, you know, it's very doubtful that you're going to leave any sooner than, like, one or two years. And she's like, what? Like, um, and again, he's telling her everybody's poisoned. They're dead. There's nobody out there. Um, and even at this point, we're just kind of like, really?
1: Yeah. Like, yeah, right, dude.
0: (laughs) Okay. Um, so she gets a tour of the house. Howard takes her and, uh, Let's her know that there is food here, and you can go to the bathroom here, but, um, yeah, door stays open, and I'm gonna watch, not watch you go, but you can close the curtain, but you've lost privileges. I don't trust you. Like, and then again, that's what makes it, like, okay, another creepy vibe. Right.
1: Like... He's not helping himself out.
0: Right. Um, so that Howard takes on, Michelle is introduced to Emmett, who is, I guess, a friend, neighbor... Someone that Howard met along the way, um, his arm's in a sling because he said, Oh, I was clumsy and, you know, (laughs) whatever happened. And then Howard takes them and shows them the decayed pigs outside as evidence of the fallout. But she then sees Howard's truck and starts getting like, Okay, I was forced off the road. Somebody hit me and this is the truck. So, she's trying to explain it to Emmett, you know, like, dude, he hit me. He's not a good guy. He's not the guy you think he is. But Emmett's just like, oh, no, I helped him build this bunker. He's cool. He's cool. Yeah. You know? And in the beginning, Emmett's kind of like, no, no. Like, he was, he was kind of a weird character to... Yeah, he was. Like, he was loyal but then he wasn't, and then he was, like...
1: Yeah, he was kind of like, no, but whatever Howard says is right. He's like, yeah, Howard says the world's ending, so, like, that's why I came in here, because the world's ending. Um,
0: so, at dinner, Michelle, um, is trying to distract Howard, and she's getting him pissed off because she's flirting with Emmett, and he has a, uh, uh, uh-uh, no touching rule, which I don't understand what the big deal of that would have been, but whatever. Um so they were not allowed to touch each other and he gets mad and he starts yelling at her and at this point she's able to steal his keys without him knowing um and this is where she's like all right i'm gonna put my escape plan into action which she made the whole time just sitting at dinner right (laughs) came up came up quick on her feet um so After the scuffle, she runs up the stairs, and now there's, like, this crackhead lady at the door. Um, And she stops, and she's like, "Mm, maybe I shouldn't go out. You know, he's like, she looks hurt. He's like, don't let her in. He's like, but she looks really hurt, but don't let her in. So, obviously, she did not let her in. The woman was, it almost looks like... Almost zombified, like she was almost turning into a zombie of
1: some yeah, sort. That's the vibe like that I got before they become a zombie. Yeah, right at this part is when I started to be like, oh, wait, is he right? Yeah. Is the air being poisoned? Yeah, I thought
0: that too, but there's a small part of me thinking, like, or was she someone that escaped, that he hurt, and you know, and she's trying to, you know, I don't know, like, I was starting to understand, but I wasn't 100% Yeah, still yet. We weren't sold yet. <laughs> um, so then they become friends, and they're playing games, and doing puzzles, and cooking dinners, and just, you know, becoming family. Um, they need Michelle to go fix a ventilation system, and then while she's in there, she sees a window that says help. Um, she also comes across a picture of a girl that has this specific pair of earrings um,
1: and then there. no she didn't see the picture she just found the earrings right? Um, no. no she saw a picture too but she didn't know who the picture was of but then she like showed Emmett and Emmett was like or no the picture was upstairs what, what Howard told her was his daughter but then Emmett told her that that was a girl that went missing yeah. down the street
0: which they kind of left it open Then this one I don't know if they clear that up in part three because we did not know there was a part three yeah <laughs> but we're gonna watch it and see if it clears things up for You're right yeah if it ties up the loose ends um, but as far as we know that was just left unsolved
1: yeah
0: <laughs> um so they're comparing notes of you know he's like look this earring is up here and it's all bloody and blah, blah blah and there's help and he's like you know like she said he's like no 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 that's his daughter wait what no that's the girl i'm missing so now Emma's like, oh, okay, Howard's crazy. Yeah. You're right. Ding, ding, ding. It's all coming together now. He's like, I believe you now. So they come to decide that they're going to make this makeshift fashion hazmat suit so one of them can go outside and see what life is actually out there. Um, so they find tools around the house. They start, you know, putting their plan together. She was going to be a fashion designer, so she was already into. Knowing how to do fashion clothes stuff, so I guess her skill came in handy. Definitely, because I could not make that. Let me just say. <laughs> uh, but they get caught, and and it's like, oh no! I had the scissors. You know, um, she was gonna hurt you, and I had to make sure she wasn't gonna hurt you. And he's Jagger Howard, Jaggerman's character is like, okay, okay, well and just like shoots her in the head, hit him in the head and he dies. I'm just like,
1: yeah, well, I felt bad because he was trying to be like, no, it was just me. I just wanted to get the gun to impress her. Yeah, like, that's why I just wanted to impress her. And so I thought he was like, going to forgive her. I think when that happened, literally our mouths both were just like, <gasps> like just dropped because <laughs> we we're like, no, he shot at it.
0: Yeah, I definitely wasn't um, expecting that. And I always say she's like in panic freak out mode. and all right, back to being chained up on a wall in a mattress, you go. Obviously, you can't be trusted. Um, But she still has her outfit, and she's still working on it until she's not, until she gets caught. Mm -hmm. Um, And then it turns into, you know, uh, a fight between them two. Um, And I don't know, does she handcuff him? I don't think she does. No. No, he takes off running, and he ends up, he made this uh, acid oil. Um, that's how he got rid of Emmett. He put his body in it, just right down to the bones. Jeffrey Dahmer style. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, she goes and gets, some, somehow they come into, mixed with it. She pushes it down, and he falls, and just immediately... <laughs> sizzles his yeah skin starts his sizzling. face right off but somehow he still survives yeah he gets back up on his feet and he chases after her he definitely had the will to keep going <laughs> um but yeah she gets outside and this is where i'm like take the mask off don't take the mask off take the mask off don't take the mask off i'm like arguing with myself yes yeah, same because she, you get outside and it's like bright daylight the birds she has birds and ducks and she's like wait a minute She's like, they're alive and breathing There's and well. animals. So she takes it off, and she's like, <gasps> oh, my God, I can breathe. And then she takes the whole costume off, which is kind of weird. Or no, did she take the... Yeah, I think she took the whole thing off. I'm pretty sure. I know she at least takes the mask She took t- takes takes the headband off, off first, yeah. And uh, she goes, you know, to try to find a car, vehicle, people, any kind of life. And uh, just when you think she's going to be okay, and you're like okay, she's going to get out. I personally thought she was going to get into the car and she was going to drive into a local city and find people and survivors. And, like, she was going to look all, like, just disarrayed and horrible and everybody's going to be looking at her like, where'd you come from? Like
1: That's what I thought. No. Nope.
0: No, mm-hmm. that's not what happened. All of a sudden, aliens are coming. <laughs> One's chasing her. And she's hiding, and now all of a sudden, the big old ship's coming with gas. Now she's got to put her two-liter bottle back on her face. And she gets in the vehicle, and (laughs) so by this point, the bunker exploded with Howard in it. And then now, as she's running away, the barn or shed or whatever it was in that kind of goes kapooey with the alien in it but the big mama and daddy are like coming like with their trucks or their trucks (laughs) (laughs) they're big trucks they're big alien their (laughs) their spaceships
1: (laughs) and uh now i'm sitting here thinking like this took a turn yeah i think we were all just like in disbelief like what that was like had to be the last thing we were expecting to happen. Last thing.
0: Yeah, and this big chemicals come down and it yeah. kicks the truck and it's like destroys it, and all of the stuff that she has for any kind of safety or whatever is just gone now. Away. Bye bye. Yeah. Um, but Michelle drives off um, and she's going towards a radio station as broadcasting survivors have been here come here come see us we're here in Baton Rouge and she's like stops like do I go do I not which way and then all of a sudden it shows that she's going to where the survivors are and then credits Dad, right
1: yeah yeah well they they were like you can come to Baton Rouge and be with the survivors or we do need anyone like help with the medical or combat training to help people who are really like in bad shape in Houston so I think she like turns and decides to be like a hero and like head to like Houston to like try and help people or whatever but it doesn't show it's just like
0: okay done
1: yeah well then yeah, yeah it just bye. shows just she shows cries. her driving towards Houston and then it just ends yeah so very shocking we were very like wow that was it took us on a journey it did um obviously like
0: he's now that we know what the first one holds, yeah. kind of the backstory makes a little bit of sense.
1: I'm kind of wondering yeah. if, like, like obviously timeline-wise, in real life, that first movie came out in 2008, and then the next one was 2016, but I wonder if, like, in the movie timeline, maybe that those attacks just happened, and she wasn't aware of it yet, yeah. but he heard it was coming, so then that's when he, like, put her in, like, the basement or whatever, and then it was coming, making its way across everywhere, the world like attacking everywhere. But I'm just like when she, when the thing exploded and then she saw the aliens coming to attack her, in my mind I was like, ooh, life with Howard doesn't sound too bad now, does it? Yeah, <laughs> no. no, no. He was a little weird,
0: but I mean, we could have made do. Right, but, yeah.
1: You, know, just, you were safe down there, girl.
0: But I do get once he killed yeah, Emmett, that kind of he was scary at that point. I think that's where she's like, I gotta get out of here because I pissed him off in one wrong move and I'm gone. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, because clearly he could turn super fast. He also had like a weird to me like a weird vibe of like, like he wanted her to like be his daughter. Like he would like be like they were playing like charades or whatever and the word was woman and Emma was trying to like get him to guess and he's like, little princess, little girl, little child but he wouldn't say woman yeah he's like older and he's like well i don't
0: know like and then he got all pissed off and he's like he's like
1: well you could have <laughs> gave better
0: clues. Or yeah, like and it was, like, like clear like, as
1: day. Yeah. And he, like, brought her ice cream and was like, it's just us two. Like, he wanted to be, like, a little family with her because his daughter was gone or whatever. Which
0: is, I can say, sad, I get yeah. that part, but you made it creepy, dude. Yeah,
1: he did, especially with the, the missing girl aspect of it, which we're still very, like, uh, what happened with that? Which, again, might be in the third one. <laughs> we'll let you know. <laughs> but, yeah, definitely... They were both good movies, um, very different, like, from each other. I don't know which one I liked better. They were just so different that I don't even know if I could, like, compare, because they had two different vibes completely. One was, like, chaotic the entire time, where you're like, oh my god, this thing is chasing them, and they're being attacked every five seconds. And then this one was kind of more, like, slow-moving, like, where you're like, where you're like, is he crazy, or is he actually right? So, like,
0: okay, if this was to really happen, if you could take five people in your bunker, any five people, celebrities or
1: family, um, what five people would you save? Save? Or am I using them as, like, they have to be good survivalists and they can, like... You can only take five people down there with you. I would take you, of course. I mean, I gotta keep the show going. Obviously, <laughs> we have to record our podcast from down there <laughs> <laughs> the underground Wi Fi, right? Exactly. Um, I would want to take like, but then that's three, and then I only have two more people left. Oh my god, so what your mom, dad, sister, is yeah, there, but I'm like. I'm trying to think of someone who would be good at, like, survivalist stuff, who would, like, be like, oh, I know how to work this power line, I know how to, like, fix the vents, fix the electricity, you know, because, like, I wouldn't know to do any of that shit, I'd just be, like, down there, like, helpless. Okay, so we'll say you can take, because that is hard, because if
0: I take me, Pat, Corbin, Charlotte, that's four. Right. And then you'd be my fifth. Right. So I'm already done. I'm like, like right? I'm like, yeah,
1: you take. taking <laughs> So five is hard.
0: Okay. So if you could take five celebrities. Okay, okay. Say that. Okay. Ooh. Or famous people or...
1: Right, right. Well-known people. Um. And then do we get to share a box so we could group our people together? For sure. We need more brain power. So you're 10 and my 10? I would take Elon Musk because he's very smart. Okay. <laughs> Um, I would take. I'm trying to think of like other people who would be like so, the Rock. He could be like super strong, the muscles, you know, okay, carrying stuff. Because if you're gonna take him, sorry, then, sorry. Then I can add an extra. I see what I'm okay, saying. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, because we're sharing, so it doesn't matter. Okay. And then I would take. Um, I need some eye candy, so I'd take like. I'm trying to think of someone who would be. I was gonna say Pete Davidson, but he would be useless. <laughs> he would be useless. <laughs> A bunch of Chris Pratt. I would take... Okay, I would take... What he, I feel like he might be useless, too. He bought dinosaurs. That's true. That's true. All right, I would take Chris Pratt. Okay. I'll no, I'm trying Chris to talk Pratt. in it. It's your people. I know. No, you're right. You're right. Um, I feel like Chris Bell would be super positive, and, like, she would get everyone in, like, a more positive mindset throughout the whole thing, being, like, the voice of reason. So then I would bring her... Okay, so that's your five.
0: Yes. Okay. So, my five... Obviously, we have to take Dax. He yeah, is,
1: I figured you were gonna take him, so I didn't
0: say it. Well, if you're like, bringing
1: Kristen too,
0: you know third what I'm package saying? deal, yeah. Um, <laughs> so you got like Kristen and Bell. So you know, cause Dax, Kristen and Bell, Kristen well, and Bell, same person, one and the
1: same, one and <laughs> the same.
0: Um, but Dax, I feel like he's super smart. Um, but and and he's good with the like, um, like vehicles and That's building true. stuff mm-hmm. and. That kind of stuff. So he could probably build us a car to get out yeah. of town. Um, and then my eye candy. You know, it's not fair because I'm bringing my husband.
1: I know. He would just be tortured.
0: I feel like, like I, I have candy. to see Ryan
1: Reynolds, too. I, I, I get it. He would be another positive. Oh, he'd be funny. Yeah, and he'd be like comedic relief for some reason.
0: So, and then, Whew. two more people that are... You're bringing the Elon Musk. I was kind of thinking maybe even like a Bill Gates type thing. Okay, okay. Um, yeah. The whole computer stuff. True. We need some like, innovative thinkers in there. Yes. And then my last save. That's a toughie.
1: I know. Larry the cable guy. Thinks <laughs> are cable.
0: Okay, now this is a serious question. Does my dog, is that a freebie or does that count as my person? Like, do I automatically bring my dog? Oh. Well, I would love it to
1: be a freebie, because then I would bring mine, too. Okay, so pets don't count. No. You get to
0: automatically bring our pets.
1: Pets are above the rules. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. I would have to say J-Lo. Oh. We need some music down there. Okay, all right. Yeah, she'd be the entertainment. So, probably, like, a Jennifer Lopez, or um, someone else that has just, you know, good music, good vibes, yeah. happy vibes.
1: Okay, nice. I like it. I like it. We have a good group, you know? We'll be, like, entertained, uplifted. We'll be taken care of for, like, the muscles. We'll be taken care of for, like, the smart technological things. And then you and me can just chill. <laughs> right? <laughs> and, and
0: we got to work on getting all our other family and friends that we've just insulted because we did not pick. I know.
1: Well, we said celebrities, so. so and okay. uh,
0: family we did pick. They were, like, our in-house. Yeah. Exactly. Family. Yeah. So. But I'll tell you what, if one of my kids pisses me off, I swear to God, they will be out, and Lisa, we will come and grab you. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> You're out, and Lisa's in, yeah. man. I'd say my sister, but she doesn't listen to my show. So she won't know. So, yeah.
1: I won't she's, tell her.
0: She's, in, she's like, third runner-up. I won't tell her. Okay. <laughs> um, so... Also, um, I figured I'll leave you guys on a fun note. I got a couple of little uh, funny criminal captures for our less classless layer criminals. Less classless leader. Um, so, if you think that criminals prefer Facebook, you're sadly mistaken. A burglar from Maine named Christopher Wallace was a big fan of Snapchat. And so he decided that he was going to reveal his hiding spot there. After he stole a propane cook stove and a cast iron wood stove from a camp in Pierce Pond Township, Wallace posted on Snapchat that he was back home in Fairfield. After tipsters relayed the information to the police, authorities showed up and arrested him. (laughs) Idiot. (laughs) People are so smart. (laughs) And then another one was a 10-year-old boy was playing with his father's old handcuffs on Father's Day, and he cuffed himself to his daddy, William Klein Jr., but the keys got lost during the game. William had to call the police in Des Moines, Iowa, and to help him get the cuffs off. As per routine, police ran Klein through their database and found out that two arrest warrants were outstanding. Shortly after, they recuffed Klein, but it was for real this time. Dang. That kid is so grounded for life. So
1: grounded. That's hilarious.
0: And then our last uh, amazing classless hero is <laughs> a man suspected of arson and vandalism sent a selfie to police in Ohio in the U.S. because he thought the photo on his arrest warrant was unflattering. <laughs> Donald Chip Pew texted the police a the photo of himself and wrote, "Here is a better photo. That one is terrible." <laughs> he also added on the local radio station, "Man, they just did me wrong. They put a picture out there that made me look like I was Thundercat or James Brown on the run. I just can't do that."
1: Oh my God! So turn yourself in because you want a better picture. Wow. It- I get it, you know? He's like, nah, it's presentation. Presentation's everything, man. (laughs) Gotta come out looking
0: strong. I may be arrested, but when I get out, man, them ladies.
1: Yeah, they're gonna be seeing my, uh, my picture and lining up. Just like that model. Do you remember that? Or he wasn't a model. There was this picture of this guy's mugshot going viral on the internet. Because he was just, like, so attractive.
0: Oh, yes, 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 I remember. And then
1: he got out, and he actually became a model.
0: Yes, I remember that. So getting
1: arrested was probably the best thing that ever happened to him.
0: How do people get that much dumb luck? I mean, I can barely walk down the sidewalk without falling. (laughs)
1: Right? These people are... Getting arrested and then becoming models. So insane. Oh, I love those. (laughs) (laughs) Oh... So that was Cloverfield, guys. Uh, if you saw the movies or if you have any take on it, uh, you know, what to do, message us. Let us know your thoughts. Uh, if you have any recommendations for another movie or story that you want us to do, hit us up and we'll do it. Um, all on the socials, you know, horror, wine, and crime. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening to another episode. And don't forget, check
0: us out at Spirit. And if you are also just thought of this, on the whim because you know why i thought of this because i'm looking at my cool cookbook right here oh yeah from the confessions of a prison cook um so if you are a podcaster um you don't even have to be locally if you have any kind of uh product that maybe you do on your own whether it's a book or jewelry or stickers or whatever um email us let us know and maybe you can put some of your stuff in our raffle and we can advertise you and then you can also advertise us on your show and we collab and get everybody's uh get a lot of people's names out there get product out there and just do woohoo hoo for podcasters of true crime
1: yes yeah, spread spread and share the love Share the sure so love yes us everything. let us know um Yeah, we're definitely down to do that. I think that'd be awesome to collab with some people who are making some some pretty cool stuff. So, hit us up, peeps. Don't forget
0: to come and see us and bring your singles and win some cool Halloween shit. Who
1: doesn't want cool Halloween shit? I know I do, so yeah, obviously you guys do too. (laughs) I
0: already bought stuff from the store today because we were in there. Yeah, I mean, come on. (laughs) So, well, again, Dax, we're sorry. Apologize. That happen again. Yep. Remember, I'm saving you in our bunker.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, that has to be so forgiven. Then that we forgot last week because you're taking him. I'm taking his wife to the bunker. You know, so we're we have to be forgiven. We're just gonna go with that.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, we got to go.
1: Stay creepy. Bye. Bye. Bye.